Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Shilor Select. The whole system will be ready in a few minutes. Take your seat and enjoy. Rolling, bro. All right, man. It's happening. We got a new drink in the house tonight. Uh... James Chilt turned me on to this. Uh, you said you found out through one of your uh, buddies? Oh, yeah, one of the guys who's drinking and you figured to give it, I'd give, it a, give it a try. I know you like Buffalo Trace. Yeah. So this is their, for those uh, not watching YouTube videos or just listening, the White Dog Weeded Mash, which is 114 proof, which is, I guess, their version of a moonshot. Yeah, I guess. But it says whiskey distilled. Well, okay. Well, no, it's just saying it was distilled in there. Maybe a moonshot, but pretty dang close. It's clear. <laughs> it's definitely got to be just like a third version of a moonshine. But it says, uh, William LaRue Weller was a distillery pioneer. <laughs> so he took a traditional bourbon recipe and substituted wheat, ware, white rye, which normally, normally used. Damn, I butchered that sentence. Soft mellow spirit for sipping. Okay, this is for sipping. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, before the whiskey ever made its way into the barrel for aging, it was drunk straight out of the steel. It was called the White Dog. The raw distillery was clear, unaged, and hidden for a week. Okay, nobody cares. All right, well, we're, that's what we're drinking tonight. Buffalo, shout out Buffalo Trace. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> cheers, cheers, big cheers. dog. <laughs> All right, so. Been a lot going on, James, since you've yeah. been on here last, man. Yeah, dude. And it feels like a long time. You know, I've lit, uh, we, a handful of podcasts have gone by before. Uh what it's like seven or eight or nine or ten or whatever it's like, it's like <laughs> I don't know just how cranking them out man it just, I don't know how many it is it's been a while but uh but yeah no, it's been it's been a long time it was that Billy Joel song like for the longest time yeah that's what it felt like on a yeah <laughs> I, I can't I'm not gonna sing it for you I don't, don't want anyone to do that do a little karaoke for everybody I don't know if you can get canceled from someone singing like that but yeah uh, I don't, dude, always, I don't <laughs> you know I don't I don't know if we should get into cancel culture but <laughs> it's getting a little it's a little too crazy now yeah yeah but I feel like Billy Joel. Most people get along with Billy Joel, but that's what what else does he sing? I white mean, White Wedding. Like does he sing White Wedding? Uh, no, it's uh, what, who's uh, that? Billy Idol. Billy Idol. Okay, <laughs> never mind. There's lots of Billys out Uptown there. Uptown yeah. Girl. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, okay. I'm with you now. There's a lot of other other ones too, but like that you'd probably recognize. Yeah. Most people think of the. Uh, maybe recently, most people think of him. Is your, is your mic testing? Can you hear me? I think, dude. I'm just, I'm a little nervous because it doesn't sound as loud as it. Remind me, I have headphones you down. Know. I project. <laughs> I got to project a little bit better. Is what you're saying? Uh, not your headphones. 
Just say something. Else. Testing. That's okay, okay, that sounds better, right? Yeah. I had you turned down too low. Oh, okay. No, that's that's fair. That's fair. Maybe that's what we should have. Okay, we're back. Sorry. All right. Sorry, we're still working out technical difficulties. Well, I think it's been back. so long. <laughs> hey, just like the Billy Joel song, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I know. The first thing I think it was like Step Brothers when they were talking about it. I'm like, hey, hey, like they're like Billy Joel cover band. Yeah. Someone was like, do Uptown Girl. We're like, we don't do 80s <laughs> Billy Joel. We just do every like current. And they're like. Do up down girl, and they're like, no, we don't, we, we don't do that. <laughs> and it's like, like he probably gets fucking mad. Yeah, he gets like, most like, all right, that's it, we're done, get out of here. <laughs> they kick him out. It's like you ruined a Catalina one. <laughs> but great, great that's the first thing like I think of, even though even you just don't lie. That's the first thing I think of when, when someone says that. Just it's like a, a reptile part of my brain that just thinks, yeah, Step Brothers. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure he appreciates that. <laughs> uh, probably get, he probably gets a dollar every time we say it or something like that. He probably does make a lot of movies because it's probably one of the most quoted movies of his, you think? Of his best uh, movies. What's, for, what's the best Will Ferrell movie? The best one? Mm. Are you Will Ferrell? I mean, Sarah, Sarah, like Sarah doesn't care. He, She's <laughs> like, he can kick rocks whenever he wants. <laughs> uh, my favorite, or you just think his best, like most popular one? I, I mean, yeah, probably yeah. Anchorman is probably his most popular one. Yeah, right, that, that's probably the fan. My favorite is, old, uh, is uh, not old school. The other guys? Old school. The other guys is my favorite. Yeah. I was going to say old school is probably the next one I think of. Like, you're coming in old school. But the other guys is by far my favorite. Probably. I agree 100%. Well, I don't know Anchorman's stuff to be. I remember watching that in theaters yeah. in early 2000, even when it came 2008, out. 2008, yeah. Yeah, so maybe. Wish we had my old fact checker right here. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I remember watching that. <laughs> uh, so I think that was a good one. I guess I, I guess Anchor, maybe I'm going to go Anchorman. Yeah. We got a lot of laughs out of that. Yeah, I I would say that's probably the mo- the the first thing most people probably say that they think of is Will Ferrell is probably Anchorman, but I don't know. He's one of those guys that did a bunch of. He started doing a couple of weird movies, didn't he? Uh, I know he's, he's tried to like maybe not do weird. some different stuff. Uh, like he did that one movie where, he, it, like the woman's right like writing a book and narrating his life or something like that. It's like Stranger a than Fiction. Uh, is that what it's called? Maybe, maybe I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like sounds all right. It's like he he's like narrating and she can he can hear the narrator's voice or something like that. And I'm like, oh yeah, and he looked really upset. He goes, I'm not upset or something like that. And then she would narrate the rest of his his day or you know his life or whatever like that. And it was he was a dude just living out the story that this woman was writing. I bet she was. Amazing. I don't know. I don't know how many fourth walls they broke or they took a Deadpool page and they're just they're both in the same universe. I don't know how it works. But. Oh, he, I guess. He decided to do something different besides this kind of stupid comedy movies just to broaden his perspective yeah. or show more talents. It seems like, you know, like Adam Sandler kind of did the same thing. And even Jim Carrey did. Yeah, like they won't they won't be typecast. Yeah. Is what the is what it's called, right? Oh, typecast. Typecast. I didn't know that. Well, like where they're always the same. Always the same character. Always like Jim Carrey's uh, always like the goofy guy who does all the faces and the impressions and then, you know, Marky Mark is always a Boston Street tough, you know. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh yeah, so I guess typecast is probably just like the they don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over again. Maybe you know it's like what uh, Robin Williams there used to be like yeah. you know, a miserable thing of like him. It's like maybe doing a lot of stand up, and then like he did Disney movies, and then he did like a horror movie or something like that. It was like one hour photo. If you remember that, I don't remember that one. Uh, so he, it's kind of like a stalker, old. and he you know people go get their photos. That's uh, before that's uh, well, a while ago. So people would go to like a CVS and give people like a roll of film and they develop the film yeah. and then like you get like your photos back or glossies back or whatever how you want to do it now obviously everyone's got a cell phone so it doesn't matter but uh, I, I probably don't even do that shit anymore but 
where he would be like a, a stalker. He was like a, you know, so he would print out the, or something they like that. get the photos and he would like go follow. Like he would make extra. Yeah. He would like make photos and he would be able to see all the photos of people taking like intimate photos or if it's like, you know, he would figure out where they live and stuff like that. And anyways, that was like a horror thriller kind of thing, but he was like really creepy in it. Whereas you know, some other people might think of him as like from genie from the Aladdin. And then he's making like movie about like sneaking up on people and you know, being like a stalker or peeping Tom or something. I can't remember. It was, it was kind of a, that was a good movie. It was just like very different. And then like probably the next movie he made was probably like an animated movie again or something like that. I'll have to peep this. So, I mean, he did a shit ton of stuff. So, I mean, he did a lot of, obviously a lot of humor and stuff. Robin Williams yeah. did a lot of humor and stuff, but I, he did some like good serious roles too. Like, I mean, Goodwill Hunting. We quote uh, that shit all yeah, the time, fuck right? Yeah, dude. So, I mean, that was kind of, a, he had some humor in that, but that was more like dramatic role, I guess you call that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but it was, yeah. I mean, it was just, you know, so hard to see that somebody like him would be, I guess he was depressed. Yeah. Like, like struggled with demons. Uh, yeah. I think he struggled with depression. I, I think he had a, a couple other mental health things going on too. Like, I don't, I don't know hundred percent about it. I just knew that like he had some, yeah, had, had other things going on. But you would not think that just, I guess, based on, I mean, cause you're only seeing what everybody wants you to yeah, see. Yeah. Or like, yeah, he's on stage all the time. Every time you see, you know, yeah, you don't see behind like the curtain of mm. like wizard of Oz, like what's going on when he's by himself. I yeah. Guess. And, you know, I guess that's true for a lot of folks, but like, it's very similar. To, and you know, like Anthony Bourdain, you know, yeah, because he, he calls himself as well, right? And like, I mean, he had that like super successful TV show, yeah. and it's just like a really yeah, he was a badass dude, yeah, and like super funny. His show, I, I used to really like watching his show, like the reruns of his show, and yeah. stuff like that were always really good, so yeah, and you know, just I don't know, you just you wouldn't think, but I guess you know, and even I mean, Joe Rogan's talked about it how he does like the he did like the party, and oh, uh, yeah, but I think that was part of. Does him like you know? Who so, Anthony Bourdain? Are we talking about him again? Yeah, so still, still Anthony Bourdain. Sorry, uh, but that you know they they went on some kind of hunting or camping trip or yeah. something, and that Joe was just saying that even into the night he was still knocking back drinks, keeping it going. Yeah. yeah, he was like, I don't, I don't care. But, yeah, I feel like that could be just magnet, magnet, meh, mag. That white dog, white dog. man, what is in here? You this is one fourteen proof. Yeah. Uh, so we, we don't condone anything we're going to be saying. You, you so. could burn warts off with that, and take paint off boats and shit like that. So, uh, <laughs> magnified, magnified. Uh, like you know, the drinking and the alcohol can just mag- magnify any feeling that he has. I mean, people used to say, "Oh, oh yeah, it's not going to make you say stupid stuff. It's going to reveal things that you might really sure. always want to say." Have you ever heard of that before? Yeah, I've, saying that? I've heard that before. That like how you just said magnify. Whatever mood you're in, when you start drinking, it'll amp that yeah. up to a. Uh, Even though, like you know, you have value. it's technically like a depressant, so you it know, dep- like uh, uh, physiologically and the psychology is classified as a depressant, whereas like a stimulant would be like, you know, caffeine or coke cocaine. or yeah or <laughs> anything else. Yeah, the cocaine. <laughs> um, and that's why they were like, all right, well, let's mix those things together, and Four Loco was born. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I always forget about Four Loco. Yeah, I was like born and like came came into the world like screaming with like a dude named Chad and like a mullet and Fucking like Chad's. old road t shirt or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, man, but we uh, I remember when they came out in college and we would uh, we played a rainbow game with them one night and that was one of the worst nights ever. But you get every flavor, oh, <laughs> like a can of them, and you just drink them, and then when you throw up, it's all the different colors. Yeah, I think like uh, yeah, okay, rainbow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah the 
I can't remember. Some of them were just so bad. Like they had so many flavors. I think just some of them were awful. And and uh, I think they were like shortly like, all right, this is illegal now. And I'm like, all right, okay, they don't make this shit anymore. Nice. And they're like, didn't they try to make another version? Yeah, they make other versions and stuff like that. But I think it has to do with the amount of caffeine in it. I think they'd be like, oh yeah, this is like three cups of coffee. And then it's also like four shots of alcohol. I do wonder so, how many milligrams was in that. I think I can't remember. It was like it's probably what, like what an energy drink is now. Plus like three hundred. Yeah, and then it's like in a rain or a bang, which is probably which is still kind of high because I think. I, high. I, mean, uh, I mean, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but what, what's in a cup of coffee? I guess it depends on your dark race and light race kind of uh, thing. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's not three hundred. I would think it would, like a espresso shot would be more like closer to that, but your that coffee is probably going to be a lot less. But I mean. Yeah, with having the uppers and the downers at the same time, you know. Yeah. That is a gnarly combination, and hence why it was probably illegal now. But I feel like they make alternate versions of that, but probably just less caffeine or some kind of to make, oh, yeah, make it is. easy to be like, all right, well, this is not the same as Four Loco. This is Four Loco with 1K, not 2Ks or whatever. I can't remember. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not I'm drawing a blank right now. Well, they had to do something like, in order to, like, because it got cut off. Because people now. were getting, like, you know, their hearts were exploding and getting drunk at the same time, like, ridiculously fast because of the caffeine. And, and then adding that with alcohol was, like, yeah, destroying look, your body in the inside, like, look like, like a man. UFC found in the inside of your body. Luckily, yeah, your body had no idea what to do if it should go, like you just said, be depressed or, to, you know, go crazy. At the yeah, same and, time. and probably people make yeah, people like, you know, really impulsive and then make really impulsive decisions faster with caffeine. <laughs> 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 Everybody felt like Conor McGregor's leg after they drank oh, it. Oh, <laughs> dude. So, speaking of that, he, he was hurt before even going into Yeah, that, I, was, right? I was listening to the, the, the his training camp. Yeah. That he had like a fracture, a hairline fracture, I think, going into it. Yeah. And, so, yeah. So, a lot of people thought that he just literally stepped wrong and it broke. But, it, no, he was, it was literally. Because people were talking about how he got checked or he checked a kick or something yeah, like he that. Yeah, he kicked uh, Dustin and then you – I saw one video somebody posted, and you could tell, like, right then it started. Yeah, it wasn't right. Yeah. And then he just stepped on it rather than being like, he got his leg kicked off. Like, people were saying, like, oh, my God, he got his leg kicked in half or something like that. But, you know, I mean, just. I, it was already broken. Yeah. So, I mean, going into the fight, it was broken. Yeah, I can't so, imagine. nothing on, I mean, I think, I, you know, that's why he got a bad rep. It was like, oh, what a bad fight or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, he still went in there, tried to go to a UFC fight and fight somebody with a fucking broken leg. Oh, I can't imagine the pain that he was in, like, doing the uh, the memes are hilarious now with, like, <laughs> Joe Rogan, like, yeah. like, going by the side and stuff like that. But, yeah, I can't imagine. But not only breaking a leg like that, but, like, gosh, you, you, you know that, like, he probably knew it was broken. Like, yeah, as soon as he got kicked, he's probably like, all right, this is not good. You gotta but he's it. still like, I'm going to keep throwing punches and I'm going to still do whatever and then just step out, step I mean, back. And I get mean, out. what do you do? I mean, in that fight, do you just say, you feel it and you're like, nah, I'm going to be a yeah. pussy. And I like, think people would judge him harder if he just said, no, I'm done. Oh, yeah, they would have thought like, yeah, oh, yeah, like, he really. Oh, he bitched yeah, out yeah, or he, yeah, you know, kind of thing. Be like, yeah, people are just like, we want to see blood. <laughs> Break his leg off. Okay. Yeah. The dude, the dude had a broken leg and still sat next to the cage and cuss oh my gosh yeah I bet he was probably like people were probably like stay stay the fuck away from this guy because he gets a hold of you man he's just kind of like it hurts so bad you're gonna break something to you too but Uh, what do you what do you think he's done or do you think he's be honest probably not I mean people were talking do you hear the people were talking about how he's potentially gonna get like a or I guess the rumor or people were talking about how he's gonna get like a uh 
a piece of titanium or something like that in his leg or I've a, heard that. like it's just, it's, uh, I can't remember who it was now I'm butchering it so this is terrible but it's okay um it's okay we do that on this podcast so anyways <laughs> white mark a white dog hmm <laughs> That he was going to get either like a plate or a rod or something like that to, you know, like obviously to, to strengthen the leg and uh, either get him back in, you know, growing, either getting the bones to set and do that kind of thing. And people, you've heard of that. People breaking bones, they put like a rod or they'll put like yeah, a piece of, oh, you had one. So yeah. you had one. Okay. Yeah. Well, they were like, oh, well, it's going to be bullshit because he's going to get a rod in his leg and he's going to have metal and then he's going to be kicking people's legs off and, and, you know, faces off and stuff like that. And people are like, it's probably going to hurt him way fucking more if you yeah. kick somebody with that. You know, I haven't had one of those. I know. Have you ever like hit your arm when it had, when you had that? Thing? Yeah. So like, different, or? I was in the third grade and I had it and it was just to hold the bones together. Okay. Uh, to heal, but they had to take it out because of it would stunt the growth in the arm. Oh, really? Uh, cause, yeah, because there was four screws. I guess because you're so young. Yeah, and growing that fast. I was literally in the third grade, so Dang. so you probably weren't doing that many fights in the octagon, right? <laughs> at that point. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we started early out back in the school <laughs> backyard, um, but no, uh, but yeah, I do remember that just when it was in the cast and stuff. They were like, "Hey, you know, if you move it or do anything weird or touch it against something, you're going to feel." A different type of pain than what you normally would. Because Chad didn't Chad have that as well? Didn't he have like a rod or he had like screws or something like that? I remember him like from the foosball. Yeah, I think from the foosball, where he, <laughs> uh, he like banged his knee against something or an ankle or something like that, and it, he he could feel it hit like a, a screw or something that was still on his. I, what, I can't remember. You know what? What uh, we need, we still should do like a phone call thing on here. I, uh, I should have brought my cord. Let's to see if it would work. Oh, to, to have. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, uh, actually, grab that cord right there behind Sure. Uh, yeah, sorry, folks. We're, we might be trying to. Oh, I like to trying new things. I don't know if this will work. Does it need to be that end? or? Yeah. So, it's like science, man. Look at all these wires and stuff. Oh, you need some Bunsen burners and schematics and stuff like that in the back? All right, so then. I bet what you think. What's Jesus from picking up? Uh, Probably pretty good. It's Saturday. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to work. Whatever. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just tell him to get off. Hey, man, whatever you're doing, drop it. I was, I was hoping I would hear from the, the ring. I mean, worst case, I could still put the speaker. Oh, I can hear it. You hear any headphones or just wait? Actually, I don't know now. I don't know either. Dude ain't gonna pick up. Hi, this is Chad Perry. Oh. I bet you have to have a different uh, connection. Maybe turn that more. Anyway, so. Okay, well, just in case, right. maybe calls back. Like, was, yeah, well, we tried it. Uh, I feel like that's what you did. Maybe I'll turn that up a little bit more. That's a headphone volume, so maybe I'll turn that one up. All right, for, whatever. We for, a sec- for a second there, I thought I could hear the... Uh, maybe it's because... If anybody calls, whatever. All right. Sorry, folks. Sorry. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're trying to do stuff. Uh, but yeah, I guess he did have that. Because I, I remember him being at the gym one time it. when like he either banged his ankle or knee or something like that, and he was like went to the ground. I was like, oh, shit, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I have a screw in there still. I'm like, okay, all right. That probably sucks real bad. So yeah, you hit that wrong. I mean, yeah, I, I'm so I, I guess bringing it back to Connor. 
I can imagine getting hit and maybe it's hitting like any part of that. I'm sure it probably doesn't feel. Oh my god, the, the guys, the kick and they you hear it like the slab. Oh, it sounds rough. But I can't imagine making like a ping noise, like a baseball bat or something like that. Well, I mean, the guy, you know, we we did a competition last week. I, well, for folks who don't know, James and I competed last week in the competition. Hell yeah, hey. hold tight. But uh, one dude messed his knee up, and uh, right, yeah, he, I, yeah. I heard that he had potent, he had had hurt his knee before though, so it was just like bad okay. already. Yeah, so and went to save a lift that probably shouldn't have been attempted, yeah. but. Yeah, it's competition, but yeah, it's super, super unfortunate. But yeah, still, I mean, so. it's kind of almost the same thing. He went in there knowing he had a bad leg, but yeah, I mean, I guess maybe not as bad as he thought. Yeah, who knows if it could have been like, hey, I'm just gonna see what I can do. If it's been really bad, I don't know how long ago it was in the past it was, but I mean, shit, I mean, that's that's rough to hurt the same leg. I mean, I don't know if it's the same way or anything, but gosh, yeah, hate that anyone got hurt, but yeah. I feel like it's very rare that you see that kind of stuff. Well, that's really the first time I've seen it. Any injury like that? Uh, that at a competition, injury, yeah. Other than like a rip or a yeah, I mean muscle pull or something. I mean, when at the Guardian Games we had one woman break her nose or crack her nose open. I don't, I can't remember if she broke it or not. But what, what we did, remember she the Dirty the South Bar. The, so Dirty South Bar is essentially a bar that has a. a it's like. Rocky. It has like a triangular, triangular shape. So there's like a regular stack, two bars. To oh, okay. Support. And then there's one that goes out so people can do muscle ups on it. I know what you're talking about. And then I can't remember. I think it was only one bar like that. I think they called it Dirty South Bar, but I could be wrong. I've never heard that, but it um, sounds good. It's on road, sponsored. Uh, <laughs> please. For, the, <laughs> for the, the competition, we had, they had one bar and that was like that and we just said please nobody use this because we don't want anyone to get hurt and we want to make it as fair as possible so not one person gets an advantage of having like a, a, spe- a you know specific type of bar even though it probably didn't somebody would be like ah that's shitty because I want to use that bar yeah anyway so we said just no one use it and it was facing out so the bar faces out and then we said everyone has to face out so that no one face out as in like stand on the rig so that you're back to back across from somebody and then you're facing out into the floor, and somebody went, and they were warming up, just wasn't thinking, hopped up on the bar, grabbed the bottom bar, and then did, went to go do like a chest bar pull-up or something like that. And obviously the other bar sticks out, so when they brought their face up, they cracked it right across the nose. You remember that? Where was it at? I think I want to say... I, I, I remember the story, but I, I don't know if I was... For I some reason, was, I don't I know. I want to say Richmond, but... Well, I probably was there. We, like we, last? Did, we did a lot of them, so I mean, I want to say Richmond, but I can't, I can't be totally sure. I pushing away? Mm, it could have been, or I'm Last either Roanoke Valley or pushing weight, or I'm gonna say, dude, say, I don't remember. Hey, shut up. Shoot, I, I can't. Mm. Anyway, maybe I'll think about it. But anyways, yeah, that was you know, like one of the only things. But she competed later too, so uh, yeah, so she kept going. She, she, she kept going. So bold move, Colin. yeah. Very, uh, uh, either it wasn't that bad because somebody said, oh, she broke her nose, and I was like, okay. <laughs> That's a, and it wasn't even during an event. It was just like warming up before we have an even not three, two, one go, nothing like that. It was yeah. just jumped up on a bar and, and it's a mistake as it happens. But you know, of all the times, you know, we've been, we've done competitions or we've been to competitions, run competitions. I've yeah. never seen anyone do that or anything. So it's just very rare, but. Well, yeah, I mean, just like you said, it, it is super rare and you know, I th- I think, you know, almost that's what gives CrossFit a bad name or sometimes weightlifting in general. Yeah. Because I still have family members like, you know, watch out for your back. Yeah. You know, you're going to hurt it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, my parents came. Sorry, I family members. Mom, mom and pop came and, uh, 
the the I and this is not the way I want to say it like this. It's I'm gonna say it's funny. It's ironic. It's ironic that the day before I was talking to my mom, she was like, "Oh my gosh, I haven't seen you competing like forever." This is maybe the second time. She's like, "Just please be safe out there, all right?" Because my mom is always like that. She she'd be saying that if I was going. Like, hey, I'm gonna go on a mountain bike trip. She's like, "All right, just be safe, all right?" Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. But she's like, "Oh man, it just makes you nervous when you guys do all this stuff." And I see people doing the videos and stuff. I was like, "Mom, this is like really safe." <laughs> like, I've never <laughs> seen anybody get hurt, and this was literally the day before the competition. I'm like, I've never seen anyone get hurt. Yeah. You know, most of the injuries we get from like. Overuse, right? Hey, my shoulder's feeling janky yeah. because of all this. Anyways, so that guy gets hurt as my parents are arriving, walking through the door, <laughs> and people are running past, like, call, call, call an ambulance or whatever. This guy's hurt. My mom's all like, oh my God. He's <laughs> <like>, done. <laughs> Dang it. Then, of course, I jinxed the hell out of the dude. So I, heard, I should really say sorry. You know, just, hey, man. Hey, man. Pouring it effort. Was, I'm really sorry, guy. <laughs> I, I jinxed the hell out of you. was talking to my mom yesterday. He's like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. But, but yeah, no. So, anyways, we yeah competed. <laughs> it's it a good transition. Sorry. No, I mean, yeah, it was really good. I mean, especially for not really competing for more than a year, especially you. Yeah, it's been a long time. I mean, for you especially, it's been years, right? Yeah, I, like I posted on Instagram about it. I think it was. I think it was more than three years. I think it was like three and a half years. Jay Chill on Instagram. Thanks for plug. If anybody's wondering. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a long time because I mean, for the Guardian Games, obviously we run them, and I mean, you've worked helped works mm-hmm. a ton of them. So you know, mm-hmm. you know, I know you've had more opportunity to compete than I have. But yeah, it was it was good to to get back in there and do that, especially. I mean, you know, a whole new feeling comes back. Yeah, I now they're speaking of which we're already talking about doing the next competition. Yeah. Together, so yeah, we're like, all right, this is nice. I just <laughs> need to keep doing this now. <laughs> it's almost. I mean, I don't want to say you're addicted, but you know. Especially for, for some reason, the third workout when you said, "You know, we hey, we got to go ham on this one or go all out." That was just like, "Fuck, James is right." Yeah, you know, if we're going to try to make the finals, this is what we got to do. And it was a, a pretty dense field too. I mean, like they had a, a lot of good dudes out there yeah. competing. So I mean, shoot, I mean, we you know we don't have to break down each event. I guess we can, but uh, like in the third event. We were sitting right in the middle, right? We were like right in the middle Roughly, of the pack. Roughly, I guess, yeah. I, I can't remember the placing. They turned the scoring off. So yeah. I think we last time I checked, we were like in the seventh spot, six or seventh spot. So we were right in the middle pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, we had to bust hump to finish. I think like I think Chad said we got a first or a second place finish mm-hmm. on that event to put us into the final. So. But yeah, it seems – I just remember there were so many – I know there was a lot riding on it, and there were so many people seemed like they were watching. First, that's what I thought compared to the other events, mm-hmm. I guess because it was the last workout of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like, you know, you start going and you get flowing and you hear people kind of competitive environment. Yeah, yeah, and it's just a whole new energy comes out. Mm-hmm. And your, your mindset just completely changes. And, like, I don't – you know, like during training, like, you know, usually I'm just like – like today when we were working out, I'm just like, fuck, I ain't picking this bar up again. Yeah. You know, but – during that, you're just like, I'm picking this fucking box. It's, like it's like a Fast and Furious movie where you have they're like always shifting. There's like 50 gears and they're always like shifting. Uh-huh. Like, like the camera paces, like pans down and they're like shifting again. Yeah. They're smashing the gas pedal. They shift again. They're like, all right, this guy's like on his eighth gear here. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just pushing that, that, like you're saying, that intensity, that reaching back for that, maybe not the dark place is not the way to say it, but, you know, you're going to bust hump a little harder. You're going to push a little harder. I'm going to stay on the bar a little farther. I'm going to, or uh, longer. I'm going to, Try to, you know, sneak an extra rep in here or there. Whereas usually in training, you're like, okay, I, I'm thinking I'm getting ready to hit my max because usually you don't go to that dark place very often in yeah. training. Every once in a while, but because physical, you know, physically you can't do that every day of training. Otherwise, you get totally 
just wrecked. overtraining. Yeah, yeah, you get totally wrecked. So, you know, obviously, we were a little tender this week. I'll speak for myself at uh, least. I was very tender, same. very, very tender uh, after a comp- competition. I haven't doing that much volume. But, but it was, again, it was like one of those, like, you feel awesome while you're doing it. Like in the competition, you're like, all right, I just did that as a man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna eat a Snickers bar. <laughs> I'm gonna drink a little protein, all that stuff. I'm feeling good. Uh-huh. And then, like, you know, you're sitting down. You're like, man, my legs are starting to get a little heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after that second workout, I was doing the same. So yeah, and just it just speed on another gear. I mean, just completely PR in our yeah. 500 rows. I mean, I know that was PR for me. And then just oh was, yeah, we were hustling. Yeah, and I would like during it, if we did that workout on a normal training day, I would never. Go that hard. Like I said, yeah, I, I there's you, you know it's hard to go and pull back to that that dark place and just like a regular workout, like regular workout. It's like on a regular day, you're like, man, I got stuff to do after this thing. <laughs> Did so. uh, was it Camille Blanc talking about going to a dark? Who talked about going? Uh, I mean, a couple of them have talked about. It. I think she's talked about it. recently. I thought somebody yeah. brought it up, and that was kind of the coined the term like that dark place. Yeah, people say it all. Maybe it's her. Maybe it's rich or something. Who knows? It could be. I thought I heard it on one of the. I feel like that guy never goes to a dark place. He's just like, <laughs> he's just all right, man, I guess we're working out, man. No problem. This is, this is a Tuesday. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just chilling. Uh, but yeah, so I guess for it to make, I guess make a little sense. Not make a little sense. The event was it was a nine minute cap, right? Nine minutes for the second one. Yeah, it was for time. Yeah, it was a for time and rep situation where like the second event was. With the second listed event, not the floater, but yeah, it was nine minutes. You, you rode 1,000 meters as a team, so we did 500 and 500. And then you had 90 thrusters at 95 pounds. And then with remaining time, you had as many handstand push-ups as possible. Right. So, yeah, we had we had practice in the, um, what, week before or the – not even maybe the week. week. I maybe, think we, maybe like a Monday or something like that. Yeah, the Monday before. We did the week of. So it must have been like a Monday or Tuesday of. Like literally probably yeah, like Monday, Tuesday, like three. What was that four okay. or five days before? So. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Tuesday. I think we did say Tuesday, but um, that Tuesday matter. that good. doesn't matter. Anyways, we we that that week we we tried to determine if it was gonna be 500s or if it was gonna be 250s or you know we got advice saying hey you should try 250s, yeah. but we were like I don't know. We tried both options and well, we found out. The two fifties, we were thirty seconds faster. Yeah, sitting in our gym training. I think because we did it like three thirty ish, three forty something. Correct. And then when the day of the competition, we did very fast five hundreds. Yeah, <laughs> like, folks, I'm, I'm not trying to say we're on a high horse by any means here. Too, we're just talking about what we did. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah we're, it's not, just, we're not gassing ourselves up. No, or something. No, 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 I mean we, we you know we work out, but <laughs> and we pump each other up. But yeah, we're just. Explain our strategy. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, sometimes I will just well, I mean, feel well, like we just kind of to, to also add a little disclaimer to that. We did better, and we did better. PR, you said PR. We did better than expected right. in almost all of our events. So, which is uh, we talked about it a couple times already. But well, I rambled on about it a lot. But yeah, we're not trying to be on the high horse. We're there just we saying go. this is how the event went, and they ended up going well for us. So you know. But yeah, yeah, it went Sorry. super well, I think, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, we, we did 500s and PR both. I mean, yeah. that's the fastest I ever rode 500. I mean, yeah. and then I know that's the fastest you probably rode 500. Oh, like I, I got 100%, 100%. So, and then we had to do thrusters after that, so Fuck. that was something. <laughs> that I was started, a tough event, man. I was started thinking. I didn't know. I didn't put it together that 45 thrusters is what you would do in friend. Right. Yeah. To do 90. So you're doing uh, the same amount of work, only just – Super condensed, like right away. And 15s is the worst part of that workout, anyway. So of course we did sets of 15. So. <laughs> but 
Yeah, and that slapped my shoulders way harder. Than yeah, because the next part was the handstand push-ups, which yeah, slapped, yeah, hit like a Mack truck there. Yeah. And like, I didn't, I didn't expect my shoulders to gas out like that for some reason. But they, I mean, they even did it when we kind of practiced that workout beforehand. Yeah. But still, I guess I thought day of that. I guess with what we did, uh-huh. come out that new energy and yeah, the pushing that extra rush. gear. Yeah, and, but I was like, fuck my shoulders. Yeah, I, my gosh, uh, the, the, we were like, all right, we're gonna do tens. I think we did. I think I did uh, one uh, and fell off the wall <laughs> the first time. <laughs> so it was like two fell off. All right, let's uh, let's dial it back. Did you, you did a set of ten right the first time? No, I did a set of eight. Okay, so because I, I did a set of eight <laughs> also, I, I was like, I'm gonna fail. Yeah, I was like, if I do one more, if I do nine, yeah. I'm blowing up. So I think we I went, did, we were planning on tens at eights, but correct. Yeah, I think eights I did, and twos I did and, eights, and then just yeah, then the, after the eights, it got to where just go, just go whatever you think mm. you can do without which fail, was failing. Se- yeah, up. seven or eight, but God bless me, my my shoulders were blown up after that, and. Then when we got to the next, the third event, my quads, I started to feel my quads so, so it was, they were so heavy. I don't know if I've ever had my quads hurt that bad. After, after, after workout, work, any yeah. competition I've ever done, any workout, any done, that I was like, my, my legs are sore already. Not like, you know, delayed onset muscle soreness. Doms, people talk about, no. where it's like, oh, two to three days, every, you're going to feel, I'm like, man, I got early onset muscle soreness. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> doing those boxing bears. I was like, don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. Don't well, fall. even, like compared to a twenty rep max back squat that we used to do, a that's lot. a different kind of pain. Yeah, I, but I thought this one hurt. I thought my hurt legs hurt more doing that, but I think my over. I would say from like my hair to my toes, my whole body hurt doing the twenty rep max. <laughs> Here's your toes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I can feel my hair hurt somehow. Like my follicles know. hurt. Yeah, like <laughs> my body's rejecting this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was a good day overall. It was a real ring competition. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I uh, thought they did a really good job. Chad did a great job, I think. Yeah, shout out Chad. Yeah, even though we just he didn't even answer our call, we're gonna just sing his praises. I'm just waiting any minute. Oh man, we're gonna blow sunshine (laughs) up his ass like no other man. But uh, but yeah, um, but yeah, for those you know, I guess what I was kind of want to get out of this is just saying that if you haven't competed and you generally enjoy cross as much as you and I do, I mean, Mm. it brings out it's a humbling experience, but it's also that brings out a new energy. Yeah, like I've been saying it that Mm. you're like oh. You know, there's levels to this shit. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get better, it's just that, yeah, it depends on what your goals are, obviously. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, but if you want to compete, that's like, oh, it's good to kind of get in that value and learn and, you know, I don't know, to see it, I guess. You don't even have to compete, but if you just go to one and mm-hmm. just watch, you're like, oh, this I, is all it's all about. Do you remember going to the first competition? Did you, yeah, like, I was like, in Ro- Ro- Roanoke Superfit. Okay. My first one. I, um, well, actually. Maybe going, going to watch one or going to see one? Uh, no, I went and that was the one I. All right, now, so the first one actually I ever did was the one that Foster did down at the uh, the old Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you would count that as a competition. It was like in-house, but like, yeah. let's say like a, that was like, a formal competition. Okay, formal that was like kind of my first, I guess, somewhat experience of mm-hmm. one. And, but yeah, but my actual first legitimate like team one was at a Roanoke Superfit at Big okay. House. Shout out, I think Ike did that one. It was a four-person. Did y'all do that as a, a four-person? I think it was me, Ike, mm-hmm. Sarah, and Sierra. That's a while ago. That was early CrossFit, like 2013, 14. So that would be almost eight years ago now. Yep. So let's say seven, eight no, years ago. Legitimately, that was almost a decade. One. Fuck. I didn't think about it like <laughs> Sorry, that. Sorry, <laughs> When you say it like that. Anyway. <laughs> when you say it like that. Okay, I forget I said it. Um, but I know what you're, what you're saying. Of like, you, even if you're just watching, 
you, you know, it, I remember watching my first one and I was like, I definitely want to do this again. Like I, or do this. Sorry. I would definitely want to try that out and do that. Cause you know, everyone's competitive at some point, but you know, for those that are like, you're saying maybe that are not, even if it's not a competition, even yeah. to go to watch like, man, Hey, I want to go work on X, Y, Z. I want to work on myself to get better mm-hmm. or that kind of thing too. Is that, is that what you're kind of saying? Yeah. Like, like it's just that, you know, you actually, you know, some people just actually go and it's like, Oh, maybe I, you know, they say they want to get better mm-hmm. at something. But then when you actually see it to me is that, Oh, they're following through and yeah, yeah it's like oh, okay now this is what it takes if I actually want to get to this level so, yeah. and if you're fine with just getting a decent workout and I mean that's kind of yeah cool. And that's cool I mean, and then the, and if you're competitive at something else I mean some people like checkers and want to be competitive at that and there's nothing wrong with that yeah and yeah in a different strokes different folks yeah, yeah but it just brings out you know a new animal in you mm. and it's just yeah, I don't know. For me, I don't know. I, yeah. I guess I'm explaining this comp- really sorry. No, no, no. Uh, I, I see what you're saying. And I don't really know. I guess I really don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. I, <laughs> <laughs> <see here. laughs> All right, let me try it now. All right. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, it's one of those things where you get to test yourself, obviously, because yeah. it's a test of fitness. And in this case, it's a competition. So you're going to try to push that extra gear. You're going to try mm-hmm. to go a little bit further than you normally do in training and that kind of stuff. And you see where you sit. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of folks that don't do that before, it's it's kind of it's scary because, man, I was nervous as hell getting ready to do that first like event. Like yeah. after a while, like, yeah. I get nervous no matter what. Hey, some of the workouts that I do in the gym, I still get nervous. Yeah. Even when I, yeah, I know how that goes. So you're like, man, get get nervous and all this, but then you push that extra gear and then you're like, man, I didn't think I could do that, man. I want to get that feeling again. Well, what, what's going to happen the next time I do a competition or, Hey, I saw sure. somebody do that competition, man, they PR their lift or they went so fast and they didn't think they were going to be able to do that, man. I want to try to get that feeling too. So for those folks that are like, you're saying like, if you don't have no desire to compete, totally cool. But if you do have that desire to compete and then you go to watch, it's like why people watch watching the CrossFit games, you know, like, Hey, like these, these people are doing these amazing things. I'd like to try to get into some of that. And, or like, Hey, you know, people from other sports, like if you were, you know, former team sport athlete, you're like, I like winning or like, Hey, I want to try to go and win this thing. Or, Hey, I, I like, you know, competing. That's a great Avenue for you. But so yeah, I, I yeah, I agree with your sentiment being like, there we go. Hey, I want to push the next level. I want to try to get better. And but you said it's also very humbling because it is humbling. You do the, you know, like whoa, okay, yeah. that kind of blew my blew my doors off. Like yeah. that event, like hey, you know, we're thinking, oh yeah, we do workouts with ninety five pound thrusters all the time. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you do that workout, and you're like, man, we did really well, but holy sin, did we get our doors blown yeah. off by that? Or yeah. like, you know, so I don't know. I which is also fun too, in a, in a sense, like the. Hey, I, it's a good, it's an ego, maybe ego check is maybe the way to say it. Mm, You're like, right. hey, this is where I sit. I'm like, this is, I, I felt like I'm pretty good at thrusters, or I felt like I'm pretty good at pull-ups, or I felt like I'm pretty good at running. And then you do an event that has the, one of those, and it doesn't go your way, and you're like, man, maybe I need to reevaluate what I'm doing, or hey, maybe I need to work a little harder on this, and which just leads to more, like, self-improvement and things like that. I'm rambling. It's no, that's crazy, cool, man. Music. No, I like it. But, I mean, you almost need to be knocked back a pack just because, I mean, you know, I've learned a lot, like we've been saying, just yeah. from being humbled mm-hmm. and, you know, not doing as good as what you think you're doing and brings you back down to earth. And, you know, there's, I mean, there's exceptions to every rule, like, you know, Matt Frazier and Rich Froning who yeah. talk about going in and just winning every event. But I mean, like Rich Froning fell off the rope and he couldn't find it. Yeah. In 2010, but, he fell off the rope. Matt, uh, Matt Frazier 
didn't win the first time. He got what second or third or something like that. And yeah. Well, I mean, that's still pretty good. I guess. I, I mean, still, yeah. But, but yeah, but I guess he thought he was going to win. But anyway, but I was just saying that you know you reflect on it and you're like, okay, okay, all right. So maybe I'm not as good as I was mm-hmm. or think I am. But it's also how do I build off this? And oh, you, know, you know, it fires that, fires that, lights that fire inside. Yeah, I got you. you. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, you start. I guess I don't know. Maybe we're just saying the same thing in just different ways. I think so. We are. Okay. <laughs> and the guy, yeah. Just I don't know. But you just uh, how do I improve myself? Mm-hmm. And how do I get better? And I, you just need to be humble, I guess. And you just need to you need to lose sometimes. Yeah. And and yeah. Exactly. That's that's a great way to think about it. It's like you know the the to, to struggle is to succeed. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. Like to, so like you know the for. You know, like really hard and tough people, like people who are you know tough as woodpecker lips. They they (laughs) they failed a lot to get to where they're at. Like um, I listened to a a podcast with John Wellborn and like uh, was it Chris Duffin, power athlete, Uh, power athlete, yeah. Yeah. Shout out Chris Wellborn and then John Wellborn, John Wellborn, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) power athlete John Wellborn. And they had Chris Duffin on, and he's like the guy that's made like the Duffalo Bar, you know that like the bar that has like that moon shape, yeah. Yeah. So and like he's but super strong dude, like squatted. Like a thousand over a thousand pounds for like a couple reps, it's dude. Uh, yeah, it, it, but he has like a crazy life story. It's a, it's a good. I think it's worth worth the time if you want to go check out a good podcast. But um, they were talking about how like some people uh, have you know every, different walks of life, right? And then mm-hmm. the people that are really good at something had to struggle or work really hard to get there. Some people are naturally gifted, but you know, for the people that had to hey reinvent themselves or hey I have to try this again or I have to. Like, you know, fail a couple times to figure out the right way to do something. Like, uh, I guess in, in that podcast, I talk about how, like, you know, like a tree is not going to get stronger and bigger by just always being in the perfect conditions. Yeah. It might grow a lot, but it's not going to be that tough. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, like, Hey, if the wind's blowing really hard, this tree is going to enforce its roots and, and just get stuck into the ground. Cause Hey, no, if it doesn't do that, it's going to get blown off the rock. So like, Hey, you you want to be strong. You have to, you know, weather like the winds and all the, the stuff, the struggles of like failing and falling down or, you know, getting your ass kicked in and, you know, all that stuff to make you tougher for the next time, to prepare you for the next event, prepare you for like, all right, so next time it gets shitty or next time it's really windy out, I'm going to be able to hold on to that rock and, and then go from there. So, you know, that's, it's, it's probably good to fail because if you never experience failure, you're not going to be a more well-rounded person, athlete, human being, that kind of thing. Yeah. And sure. deal with, hey, what happens when, like, the Mike Tyson, you know, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face yep. or punched in the mouth. So, like, back to the UFC, right, you know, you get punched in the face. What if, like, they're like, all right. Most of those guys are like, all right, I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to learn from that. I'm mm-hmm. going to get better next time. Hey, I dropped my hands or, hey, X, Y, Z. Anyways, yeah. kind of rambling. But, yeah, that's good. They talked about that. And this just made that, a light bulb went off in my head after as soon as you said that, like, that failure or that like, hey, I'm going to work on this next time because they kick my ass or whatever is going to just make you better in the long run. So yeah. for folks that like the, the self-improvement, it's scary and it sucks when it happens. Like, you know, I'll give you an example. And I know you already told me to shut my mouth about this stuff. But in my last event, uh, I fell twice doing a handstand walk. <laughs> and shut your mouth. Yeah, shut your mouth. I was beating the crap out of myself and it was like, it's natural. But like, you know, we didn't. I didn't expect to get to the final, to be honest. So, I didn't either. I was happy just to be there, kind of thing. But you know, while you're doing it, you're like, "Oh shit!" I really wish I would have did this to X, Y, Z. Anyways, yeah, I thought but, we uh, were we were done for the day. 
We yeah, <laughs> we got another workout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, folks who don't know how this works, that uh, you're guaranteed three workouts in this competition. We did a floater, so if you finish in this competition, they did top four. If you finish in the top four, you go to the finals. Get another workout. Another workout. Chance to on the podium. You find yeah, and you find out that minute what the workout's going to mm-hmm. be, and you got to do it no matter what. Unless I guess you go. Oh, well, I guess you could just say yeah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Wait, I've seen people do that. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I'm all right. I'm, just, I'm, like, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm already <laughs> drinking beer. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, well, like, we made the finals. Yeah, so we made the finals. So we're all like already like sweet, sick. And then we what's get the, to what's tell everybody what the workout was. The workout. So the workout was a, a sprint. A, a 50, yeah. Yeah, so 50 yeah, cal. 50 cal chipper, a little small chipper. Yeah, chipper, yeah. Yeah. Um, what, 50 cal on the skier. And that was like my second or third time in my life doing it. Yeah, and this is the first time I've done it in an official so, workout. I messed Chad, just so it. you know that. <laughs> and everybody else. <laughs> then what? 40 toes to bar. 40 toes to bar. A 30-foot handstand walk. Yeah. We each had to do 15 feet. Correct. And then the final movement was 20 uh, sandbag so, cleans or over the shoulders. Yeah, 150 pounds. pounds. <sighs> my goodness. Um. So, yeah, like when we – Painted the picture for him. Yeah, <laughs> paint me a picture. <laughs> so Picasso, or no? Anyways, uh, so I I fell twice in the event trying to rush, and I was like, you know, thinking about it. Uh, that like is one of those where we practice handstand walks all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm losing my train of thought. Uh, so during the event, I was super hard on my like. I was like right after the event, I like. I just I just want to go jump out in traffic, man. I was like, man, that cost us cost us to lose and all this. I was beating the crap out of myself, like mentally. And I was like, rather than being like, I made it to the finals, didn't think I was going to make it here, and then we, we lost by a second. Yeah. So which is like, to me personally, I almost get rather get crushed into the earth by like, <laughs> by like forty seconds, two minutes, three minutes, rather than lose by a second. But that's just me personally. Well, I mean, it's, so. it's one of those things that you know say that. You know, I missed a game winning basketball shot. Yeah. You're just going to, I mean, it's just human nature. Yeah. You're going to crush yourself and beat yourself up. And, but that's one of those things when we're talking about, it's like, you know, uh, I, I feel pretty good normally with handstand walks, Mm -hmm. but you know, in the moment of I'm trying to rush and get down there, haul ass, get there across like in the corner, I think in the corner of my eye, I saw the team next to us was the team that beat us. Yeah. I thought the second guy, or I thought the first guy was the second guy. Meaning, I thought that the other guy had already gone. Okay. So I thought me, it's me and this other guy are the last two. Yeah. And we had to win. We had to get not finished last in that event to get on the podium. Correct. So I had already thought, holy shit, this guy is already gone. You had gone. You like raced across. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You seen bolt on his hands here, Uh, but I had thought, oh my gosh, this guy's getting ready to walk, and it was the first guy. It's not the second guy. That makes sense. So wait, I, wait, wait. The guy sorry. beside, the team beside so the us. The team beside us, pardon me. Yeah. It was the, the first. The next lane over the team beside us. Okay. You had gone across and you were one of the first like teams. It was like the second or third. I think we were the third team. Third across. team. So, well, no, no, no. Okay, yeah. So we were the third team off the skier. Skier, right. And then I went across and then it was still us two back. And I think the other two teams had already started staying back. So, us. yeah. So out of the four of us, it was the other two teams that started and then. To me, it was because that was the last. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because the last two teams were us, us and the other team. Correct. And we, one of us, needed to finish to get on the podium. And I had thought since you went across, and I had thought I looked down, I'm like getting ready to do my walk. I see you walking across, and out of the corner of my eye, 
I'm getting ready to see. I thought that the other team had already crossed, meaning like the first guy had also moved. Yeah. So in my head, I was thinking like, oh, crap. I need to hustle because the other guy is the second guy. As I'm also the second guy, the second person to do, because we each had to do 15 feet. I thought, okay, this is where I need to like, I need to get across quick to get us enough time, whatever. But the first guy hadn't gone yet. I thought he was the second guy. So, oh. so I think I think so. They were both still just waiting on. So like the first guy hadn't started. Yeah, you had already gone across. <clears throat> okay, this, the first the guy that had not done a handstand walk yet had not attempted. I think had not attempted yet. But I was under the pressure. He was a second, so I was like, "I got to hustle." I went really too fast. I fell once. I was like, "Okay, you fell once. Kick back up. No big deal." But then my the reptilian part of my brain is like, "Fast, fast, 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 fast. Go fast, go fast. <laughs> Ricky Bobby, go fast." So yeah, <laughs> fell again, and then ended up coming down to like that that last little, uh, you know, a second. So I was like, you know, look at that. I'm like kicking myself and. But, you know, it's like, you know, that that struggle is like, man, maybe I need to in a competition setting or maybe I'm going to start to get, you know, shitty and, and you're into the workout or you're doing whatever. You need to just calm down and just, just run your race and not do that. And, like, feel like I watch all this CrossFit Games, like, mm-hmm. documentaries and they're like, you just need to run your race. <laughs> and then they're like, they talk about, yeah, so I didn't run my race. I looked over the guy next to me and I was like, I need to catch that guy. And he was like, yeah, that guy's the fastest guy in the field. I'm not the fastest runner. Anyways, <laughs> this is what I felt like uh, after. So I'm just, what I'm trying to say is I try to, Make myself feel as much like Matt Fraser as I possibly can. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. you are. But that that like that struggle and the failure. I mean, like, not that I'm happy that we didn't make the podium, mm-hmm. but I'm like, all right. So what are the what's something good I can take away from this? You gotta take away the good. Yeah. Like yeah. otherwise, I, I'm gonna uh, uh, drive myself crazy, kicking myself uh, in the ass, like I was for the whole weekend. After. <laughs> but anyways, well, like, I mean, it could have been different. I mean, just because you know. You know, I don't. I don't think you've been on a skier that much either, and I don't know I what not. I'm doing. And even shout out to Chad. I mean, and I guess I can say this, but he even walked by trying to say like, "Hey, use your hips more." Yeah. Like, why during the competition? Yeah. And uh, I was like, "I don't know what I'm doing, dude. Yeah. I can't. This is not the time." I, it's tough for you when you. Yeah, you I was like, I think I am, but mm-hmm. and, and like literally when you're on that, just and every time the skier comes out, it's always in a competition. And I was like, "Well, we'll see what happens." Man, we'll but, give the old college. Yeah, time. so I mean. That could have, you know, played a huge, yeah, important factor. Just knowing how to do a skier a little bit better. I mean, even just or not even just having a better technique mm-hmm. at it. I mean, so because yeah, the whole time, like you know, and one time, like when we transitioned, you held the handles down for me, and like the I remember the first time I transitioned, I just let them go up because I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I was like, oh shit, James left them down. Hey, can we do that? I, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't sure. know things like little things yeah, like yeah. that, and like that can make the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. So just and like you know knowing how to, uh, you know today at the uh, gym I forgot who was talking about it but they said like how we transitioned off the assault bikes like oh, okay yeah. knew, like like do you and James practice that it's like well we've done it you know a, a lot times, of the, yeah, yeah a couple of times like we just kind of know I guess you, it's just born into your memory yeah I you, guess. Get to, you get used to it you get accustomed to yeah it. you just kind of figure yeah. out okay where's the pedals I'm all getting mm-hmm. on it he's you know getting off left and even even like a wall ball transition like Lance yeah, and I did yeah, those yeah, yeah. yesterday. And it's like, hey, how you know when you get ready to leave, or you or, turn right or turn yeah, right. you turn left, and like I'm percent behind you, then you just walk mm-hmm. in, and then like you know, and even Lance, and we, we didn't even talk about it beforehand. We just, I guess, what we've done it before, and we just knew, knew what, what was going to happen. And he, yeah. he even yelled it out. He was like 14, 15, boom, and you just, mm-hmm. I don't know. And just little things like that make yeah. all, make a big difference. I mean, maybe like a couple seconds, which but still, I mean, we we lost by a second, so yeah, and I'd be mean, like, you know, a couple seconds up. could have been, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, so. 
Yeah. Anyway, that was our last weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah. So now we got the itch to do another one. And yeah. So Bristol third down. Uh, burnout. Burnout. Yeah. Third down. Bristol burnout. Don't worry. Burnout, I was yeah. trying to Google it or not Google it, Instagram it again to look at the workouts and I couldn't find it. Well, they, Sarah, we were looking at them on the way uh, and like looking at the events and then like there's a little asterisk at the bottom that says all events are subject to change. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like all going events. through like all events may change. Did you see what we posted? But don't don't worry. Just ignore that. <laughs> like one of them was like a. A stadium run or yeah so that's not like like the speedway run yeah thought, speedway, right? yeah it, it might not be so it may not be but then like the next event was like power clean and then like there was like one workout with like a sled drag and like thrusters and like pull-ups and there's a couple another other events and but they said all of this are subject to change so i guess it depends on like the weather yeah the weather um what the um i guess what kind of uh equipment they have available yeah equipment that kind of thing and and who how many teams sign up so i, I don't know I and mean, it could be different or we could be running 5k for the first time i have no idea i hope not oh my god fuck team, five, team 5k <laughs> a team 5k good thing sarah got those running shoes oh yeah shout out <laughs> shout out to the uh, running Run sports, sports. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well all right all right so uh we've been talking about competition in a while and one thing i wanted to bring up with you just because uh i was talking about on a previous podcast uh do you know what crisper is you probably heard about it. Oh on yeah, it's so so. Um, it's an anagram for drawing a blank. Yeah, it's an anagram. I don't. Even, I couldn't tell you what it stands for, but basically replacing your DNA, oh. adding and subtracting DNA, oh, and okay, you're yeah. you're manipulating your bacteria to maybe like fight off certain viruses or mm. stuff that might attack your DNA. Yeah. So basically, you're changing your gene. Your, yeah, you're changing or? not only physically but also mentally. So mm. you can make yourself. Smarter, or smarter, taller. I, mean, I wouldn't say you. I wouldn't figure you would go the opposite direction, but yeah. <laughs> I think I'm too smart. <laughs> take, take, take a couple. Let me off uh, turn down the volume on my IQ level here. <laughs> I mean, wait, that is a great point, though. What if somebody did like? Mm, I think I'm too tall. How, how many? How many points? I just knocked ten off or something like that, man. But anyway, but we were talking about about how with athletes and you know regulation that you know like. If anybody decides, like almost anybody might be able to buy this machine on a black market and yeah. you're basically hacking your DNA. So, you know, it's almost learning like Matrix, like I just learned Kung Fu. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go show me. And they go out back and like you just automatically know it, it now. Yeah. So it's like, all right, well, I'm going to make myself more muscular and I don't know. I don't or, know. yeah, like in, in, you know, or better, change, you know, change your ability to recover. Or yeah, and like, you know, you change your DNA to create more, you know, fast twit fibers yeah. or stuff like that. And it was like, well, how, how do you regulate? Because what are you just making Gosh. Superman? Like, yeah, wait, I mean, like, how do you say, like, oh, everybody's just going to turn themselves into Superman? Yeah, it's theoretically. Uh, I've briefly heard of that. I've heard of it uh, a little bit as, like, for people trying to change their. Have you ever heard of the. I mean, maybe. I don't want to get too off, too off track, but like trying to change their gut biome. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, you mean like taking like, like pills? Yeah, or like, like, or like elimination like, diets? Or? Uh, so like you're, you have like, there's more like the, the, the quote everyone throws out is that there's more bacteria in you than you, there are cells in your body or there's more other bacteria I've in you. I've heard that. So like in your stomach, your intestines, all that, there's all these like bacteria, but they, they call it like the, your, or the, uh, what? Local fauna, flora. Anyways, it's unique to you, and everyone has probably similar things. But it's more is like you know you're gonna have it different than I will. So it's designed for you. So like if you were to change that, 
people were because people who have like kill off with either using like anti um, biologic drugs or antibiotics. Yeah, same thing. I'm a dummy. Uh, where that change their effect there if they're on some kind of medication to kill off some of the bacteria. Some of it's good for you and some of it's bad in there. So, like, you know, you don't want stuff that's in your stomach to be up a pike under your armpit because, you know, it's supposed to be in your stomach for a reason. So, like, you know, being able to change that, people were saying, oh, you can lose more weight if your gut is predisposed to help you digest things faster or, hey, if I really struggle digesting this type of food, your gut will be able to better than process these foods now. Okay, well, I'm going to be able to do that better and more efficient, easier to lose weight. So have you ever heard of that before? Yeah, so I've heard that. Um, South Park did a bit on it also. So well, I didn't know like, South Park did a bit on it, but I know that there is tons of uh, bacteria and stuff in your gut biome and they will feed off basically what you put into your body. Right. And that also that – I think Jordan Peterson was talking about it that it can like I want to say nootropics that whatever you're throwing into your gut biome and how it's manipulating and changing that it's also going to change the way you're almost thinking. Oh yeah, brainwise. Uh, that's no, that's brainwise. No, that's right. <laughs> uh, uh, they've, so, yeah, they've done a lot of research showing that a lot. There's a lot of uh, fiber, or it's not fiber, fiber. Uh, there's a lot of um, fiber. similar. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like in nerve fiber. Like there's similar uh, like. Uh, I would say um, neural pathways, like, you know, like the way there's similar connections in your brain are also in your stomach. Mm -hmm. So like the, you know, there's certain specific type of cells that are present in your gut and then present in your brain. And like, so like, there's a reason why like people say like, go with your gut. Like you have a gut feeling about something and they're thinking like, Hey, there's, there's probably a link between your gut and then, and how you process, you know, information how you how you decide stuff even though it's not like you're thinking with your stomach but like essentially they're similar like what you said like or peter well what peterson said yeah there's there's similar type of fiber in your brain and brain matter that are also in your stomach and i could be off a little bit there i probably am but they've, they've found that yeah like um if you damage your your gut, if you damage your gut, which is like your stomach and your intestines and all that stuff like that, if you damage that, you are, can be also more predisposed to other diseases that would usually affect the, affect your mind. Um, so they've mm. also been finding that. So, I mean, that makes sense. But Yeah, it does. So, yeah, I mean, with... You know, like dementia or Alzheimer's? Yeah, like like early onset dementia or like uh, uh, memory issues or like Alzheimer's or something like that. I mean, and th- this is new research, so it's not like they're like, oh, gosh, if you don't take this prebiotic, you're going to get Alzheimer's. It, it's like a... Hey, they've been showing a link that you know you take care of your gut, you're you'll have much better mental health, and and like your I mean that makes sense. Years, so. I mean, yeah, just which is crazy to think about it because most people think of these as totally separate. So. I mean, if you're feeding your body exactly what you think it needs, I mean, you know, like for me, I know that you know if you know if I trash my body just eating whatever I want to all the time, I I for some reason it's like brain fog for me. Yeah, 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 yeah and just you know I'm. Say for a weekend, I mean, I mean, you know, I, if I just, you know, I don't know how I want to put this, but just, just trash myself. Like Monday mornings, and like even training, like, ah, you know, I usually feel like, you know, like sometimes it's like, man, I'm feeling sluggish today yeah. or just, so like like, I ate, feel like I can't think. Yeah. Or, so if like you drank a lot or if you ate out a lot or if you ate a lot of like foods that you don't eat a lot or that, you know, yeah. that, you know, like you have like three milkshakes and like you have 10 beers that weekend and then you know, all the stuff. So you have, uh, uh, rather than eating like, Better quality food, right? Is what you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So the quality of what you put in there, and then I guess that's how your 
what you're saying, your gut biome will change it and like send it to your brain, and then you just you just feel it. You know, you usually yeah. you usually always feel pretty good. Or I guess some people just you know I always wonder that too that if people who just pick out on whatever they want to eat, and if that's mm-hmm. what you do, I don't care. But and they just feel a certain way, and like to a certain way to them, this is normal. Mm-hmm. So, but if you were to change that and actually, like, what would what would the change be, or like, what yeah, would, yeah. So, like, yeah, you're like, you're, you start taking multivitamin, mm-hmm. and you're, uh, or I mean, not even a multivitamin, but to clean up your eating, like a little bit here and there. I mean, and when I say, just find out what works for you. It doesn't have to be what works right, for right, you right. or not. But I was like, oh wait, you know, I felt this way three days ago, mm-hmm. but now that I've changed my, you know, two meals a day into this or whatever, it's like, man, I feel different. I feel. Do I feel better compared to the other day? And like people just don't know because they stay stuck in that yeah. norm and they're just setting their ways. I hope that makes kind of sense. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's like the, I mean, yeah, if if you're eating like a poor McDonald's. Yeah, like if you're eating like really high processed foods or yeah, like not eating like good stuff and you know, you're, the, you know, you're not going to have a lot of good nutrients in that, you know, things like, you know, a lot of the, the, the micronutrients and macronutrients, macronutrients would be like protein, carbohydrate, fat, you know, micronutrients would be like your, you know, biotin, zinc and Iron. copper and things like that. Um, I mean, they had those, they have, you know, a lot of people were taking zinc a lot recently because with Corona, like zinc has been shown to promote uh, immune response or mm-hmm. immune health in the body. So like, there's a little thing, so it makes sense that if you don't get any a lot of those multi you know micronutrients, yeah, you're gonna have maybe either decreased brain function or decrease like, hey, you know, if I'm eating all these really highly fat, fatty processed, sugary foods, I'm probably not gonna be super willing to be very active. And they've shown mm-hmm. that, you know, activity is good for brain health. So it makes sense, like we were saying, like, you know, the poor choices that you'd make would directly impact like brain health or your gut health, then impacting your brain health. Does that it does. Make kind of it does. It does. And you know, kind of going back to what we were talking about with like, you know, changing your DNA and stuff. What if you can manipulate your DNA to because there is, I think, some people out there, you know, we've heard of like, you know, Ocho Cinco eating McDonald's. Oh, all just the time. yeah, genetic, genetic yeah, freaks genetic whatever. freaks. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't think he's always eating McDonald's, but yeah. for the lot, he does eat probably a lot of McDonald's and he can get away with it. But what if you did manipulate your DNA and just to like whatever I put in my body, it'll just be used as fuel. Yeah, it's fuel. It's, and it's a it's interesting go. interesting to think about because you know you can not only you know as far as like athletic performance, but be like, hey, you know, we're gonna try to find the gene that is linked to like autism or Alzheimer's or diabetes, mm-hmm. and like, hey, I'm gonna just change that because I know I have a family history of heart disease or whatever, so I'm gonna tweak that. And like, so yeah, that's I haven't heard a lot about. It. I've uh, after you said it, it kind of jogged my memory a little bit, but I have I don't have a lot of research and I've heard of it, but just that's interesting that, that almost scary too, because like, you know, tinkering around in there and like, yeah. you know, you can, I don't know. Well, Mark, Ryle, Dr. Mark, Ryle, he was talking about, there is a book and I forgot who he said the author was and I forgot the title of it now, but there is side effects to it. And it made me, I'm sure. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going to have to go back and figure out which book and like, okay, so if I mm-hmm. do, cause you know, if you, if somebody's handed you, you know, key to the city almost, I guess is a way to put it. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. and to say that you can change anything you want to, you know, like, hey, Chris, you can be six foot tall if you want. Sick. (laughs) I've dreamed of this. (laughs) But yeah, but okay, well, you know, it's like almost a trade-off. Like, okay, I can be six foot tall, but what... What are the downsides? Yeah, yeah. what's the cost of that? You know, am I going to have a tall, a really big forehead? Or yeah, or like, hey, like, now you're 
shape your skeleton changes too and maybe you know it's yeah not, but yeah but you'll have a, a humpback or yeah or something like that yeah that is like okay i'm six feet tall but oh my god I'm but in then pain. i mean i mean but then do you just go back in there i mean do you find a perfect i mean dna sequence i mean do you find what no. isn't there a a greek mythology of like the perfect i mean i guess zeus is probably the a perfect um is there like a, a hercules or well yeah it's strength i guess I don't know. I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you find a, the perfect human being? Oh, like define what, like what the perfect. Yeah. What is what is be? perfect? And like, how do you? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, how do you manipulate your genes? To, you're perfect, and every, I, I would say, say there's no such thing as perfect. Yeah, I guess I guess it's subjective too. Yeah, so I mean, you can say, hey, like perfect for me is this, or perfect for you is this, and yeah. you know, perfect for you is six feet tall, or perfect for me is like I'm going to keep my height, but I want to have. Yeah, I guess that's what I was trying to say. That almost everybody would just become the same person, but. That was a good point. You just said that perfect for you is different from yeah. perfect for me, and that's how we're serving mm-hmm. different. Yeah, that's interesting to think about. Because you know, I've heard that they they can do genetic testing to see if you're predisposed to hey, like hey, if your kids may be predisposed to having you know, my family has got like <clears throat> heart disease and high blood pressure, and like you know, you, yeah, like I guess you could say hey, like you know, do we carry this trait? That would be like, hey, do we carry a trait that would could potentially be high risk? Like, hey, this what are the odds of my kid being diagnosed with like high blood pressure or heart disease or something like that? And I I've heard they've been doing research with them, but I'm, I again I don't know enough about it. But that's interesting to, to talk about being you know being able to modify and change. I just be interesting to they've done any experiments with that kind of thing. It seems almost like sci-fi. That's, when yeah. you think about it when you say it out loud. It's like, man, this is like. Um, I mean, because, you know, deep down, I almost think that almost every person obviously wants to change something about themselves. Yeah. I'm sure everyone, yeah, there's like probably any tiny little thing, someone would be like, yeah, yeah. I'd like to do this six feet tall. And then if you find, you know, the shortcut of doing it. Yeah. And then yeah, all you got to do, hey, dude, I, which I don't know how you go in and you change your sequence. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, when, and when he was talking about, you know, like you hack your DNA and you find, you know, that certain, and I'm, you know, I'm butchering this really bad, but that certain DNA sequence, mm. how do you change it to exactly what you want it to be? And then what do you do? I mean, I mean, do you just hook yourself up to a computer? Yeah. <laughs> and it, it automatically downloads that into you or, the or do you, like, matrix, you take yeah. a hair, hair follicle out? <laughs> yeah. And then you, I don't know. I, I, that was, that would have been a good question. Hmm. Huh. Sorry, Doc. No, 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 sorry, sorry, no, no, sorry, sorry, Doctor Mark. Right, I forgot yeah. to ask you that. Part. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. And it's also like you know, think about like scary to think about it being like, hey, you know, to change something. What, well, what does that mean? Okay, yes, I changed this, but the change is also going to be linked with this. Or hey, I'm going to change my height, but all of a sudden now my the gene that expresses my, you know, how much I sweat changes also. So now all of a sudden like can't control how much I sweat, man. I, I don't know. This is the way I think. Maybe maybe because go to a dark place and think about like, well, yeah. I mean, like sometimes those... like, Hey, like the, the, uh, the side effects of a drug are worse, sometimes worse than the actual yeah, you think thing that they're help, trying to help with. It's like we just said, you know, what's the trade off? Yeah. That's, you know, I, I bet you in, I don't know, you didn't want to Hey, I bet you in 50 years they have flying cars and I bet you in like, you know, the way that techno- how fast technology moves that uh, they probably were like, all right, this is how we're going to try to fix this disease or condition or whatever. But hey, we could also use that to make people jump really high too. So yeah, I mean, I mean, but about. you know, some people are going to argue, well, no, that's not normal. That's not how it's supposed to right. be. And your body was, you know, you're made to be who mm-hmm. you are by 
you know, and you can have a religious background right. for it or whatever. But, you know, then there's also an argument that, well, like you and I, we work out and we eat a certain way mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. I mean, our bodies, we're not, we are almost supplementing and enhancing our bodies that way. And that, that's not, Actually, what you're that, saying, that's yeah. not natural. Yeah. But, but it's also yeah. that, well, I mean, it, there is a lot of proven great positives to that. So, yeah. But it's, so it's not a downfall. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, uh, I, I guess it would be like one spooky. of those. Yeah, I mean, as long as I guess if you were willing to try it on yourself and it wasn't going to affect somebody else, you'd be like, yeah, I guess why not? Yeah, I don't think but I'd be want to be an early adopter. But I would not want to be the first one. <laughs> I wouldn't mind like, keeping up with it and just unless like, I was like on death's door and I'd be like, all right, yeah, just test it out. I'm like, you know, that's a great point. I mean, just like you said, if you you know have dementia, you can't remember anything about you know, yeah, like, like Muhammad Ali, you yeah, know, gosh, lived yeah. like lived a great life and you know had a great career. I guess he had a great life. I don't know. But he had, he had a great career, but then towards the end, he couldn't remember yeah, cause he, anything he ever done. Yeah, because he's a boxer. He's hit the head so many times. Exactly. Like, and that's also a good question. I, don't, I mean, we might be running out of time here, but uh, that, yeah, do you, at that point, do you want to be like, hey, I want to be able to remember my career. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was Sarah. Uh, she uh, gave us the signal. Right, the dinner bell. <laughs> the dinner bell, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, well, yeah, we can take it home on that one. Yeah. Just, you know, and that and that was another fact, a question I was getting ready to bring up is that, uh, so, uh, you know. Quality of life. And that yeah, kind you're of married and you're talking about kids maybe mm-hmm. in the future and stuff that, and you, you never played football, right? No, I did not. Okay, so. My mom thought I was going to get hurt doing that, so she <laughs> let me play lacrosse. But, you know, uh, Arian, I think, was it Arian Foster? He was on a podcast and he plays foosball, right? Yeah. For... Uh, he was for the God, I can't even remember now for uh, uh, not Longhorns, <laughs> Texans. Oh, uh, Texans. Yeah, okay, okay, good. All right. So anyway, that uh, they asked him if he was going to let his kids play football, and he, he said like, no. He's like, yeah. no, nah, man, I don't want to. He's like, if if they really want to, I guess I'll support them. Yeah. He's like, I'll I'll going to do my best to steer steer them away the best that I can, just because of yeah, like all the said. risk. Yeah, the, all the well, there's a handful of guys that have all retired early. They're like 21 and like yeah. I just saw the guy next to me get like Calvin Johnson. Yeah, and, yeah, I mean he was like a thirdly third. There's a guy from the Niners too that was just got like a fat check and was like uh, a rookie or a second year or something like that, and like he was like really freaked out about getting, it's like you know getting a concussed and then being like I don't want to be able to walk on my own later. I want to be in my 60s, be able to remember my kids and stuff like that because I mean, shit, like. Yeah, who wants it? Yeah, I mean, like your quality of life. If you you take all those shots to the head, and then like, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we oh my gosh, we, we've talked about it before. You can't get out of bed without taking six ibuprofen. Oh yeah, and then, or, like you shot to the head, you can't remember your life. Or yeah, you can't remember. I I would just, say yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like we, I would say the quality of life thing, especially like towards the end, like end and oh my gosh, like say like you know your let's say if your life was like in the thirds, like childhood to adolescence then you have like adulthood and then you have like later adulthood like retired think like retired plus i would want to not have to be in pain every single day for the next 10 years five years every single day yeah. like gosh yeah i mean you, even though yes i lived like a great life like playing football and I, i've never played football and i haven't played in the nfl so you know i don't know anything it's like you like, play in like, the nfl no i didn't play sorry <laughs> yeah surprisingly <laughs> untalented white guy yeah i was like five nine on a tall day uh but yeah i mean i don't know you hear some of those guys tell stories and been like yeah i had to struggle to get my 
my pants on this morning and I couldn't remember where I was all of a sudden. Oh. I was driving and I haven't had I was like, oh my gosh, you know. I don't know. I I think I would I would probably my if my kids really, really wanted to do it, support them, but like just let them know, like, hey, this is what could happen so, to you. Yeah, like is- give them the most information as possible, make a decision. But I probably wouldn't like I don't know. I could be totally different in five years and be like, yeah, kids not playing football. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hey, man, you're not playing. Yeah, yeah, the fuck you are. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you are. <laughs> I think you are playing football. Watch it on TV, dude. Yeah, just be like everybody else watching but, on TV. Yeah, no, that's, that's a tough question because, you know, I can see both sides. I mean, like, you know, my parents let me play any sport that I want to play. Except football, my mom was like, you play lacrosse. You yeah. know, I got like jacked up playing lacrosse, too. I got concussed playing lacrosse, too. So, I mean, Ooh. at least two of them that I know. Really? Yeah, um, you think it changed your brain? What you think? I mean, could, but I mean, I, not that I'm aware of. But I think if it's I had kind of multiple, like, I mean, I remember sitting down for once. I remember I, I got, I got uh, hit in my. It was like one of those that helmet turned, like ear hold. Have you heard of that? Like yeah, 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 yeah. So my helmet turned, yeah. yeah. And then like I remember getting hit so hard that I. Um, the the cage of my helmet or I got something how I cut the top of my nose like somehow I don't, I don't, like some either helmet moved around anyways anyways I, I was out for like a week after that but Tits. that was like the concussion protocol at the time but so I've only had two that I'm aware of I think I had one I might have had one playing ultimate frisbee it was like like fell on the ground and like hit my head on the ground or yeah. something like that but so anyways I back to what I was saying. <laughs> Uh, I, my, my parents pretty much would support me. I think any, any like support I wanted to play, they'd be like, all right, if you really want to do it, we'll try it. And I probably tried it's lots of sports and I was like, that's nah, ain't for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being hit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this as much. So yeah. But yeah, that's a tough question. So yep. I don't know. All right. Well, again, I have to uh, think about it for our next one, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep that on the table, uh, for the next podcast. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so dinner bell's ringing. Yeah. Uh, let's go eat some Got fat some steaks. steaks. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a good Saturday night. Uh, maybe, maybe enjoy some more get another tasty, little, tasty get a, white dog. Get a little white dog. Again, shout out Buffalo Trace. <laughs> um, and Termana if you're listening to Rock. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I ain't had that in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Maybe more than a couple of weeks, probably. But uh, mm-hmm. thanks for being here. Yeah, man. As always, it's been a pleasure. Okay. I love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. We're out. See ya. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 